The following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. So we get to the top of the hill and we like, we gonna race down the hill. So we start booking it, racing down the hill. We like all neck and neck and we halfway down the hill and I hear my friend go, yo, where are the brakes? This dude is trying to pedal backwards to stop because he's never rode a 10 speed. Did you just ask him if he rode a 10 speed? Yes. So this dude hits head on to a tree. The wheel bends. He flies off the bike head first into the tree. Bark comes off. All the skin on his forehead is gone. He's laid out on the ground like he's on a crucifix. Out cold. There's one old dude playing basketball. And my first response was, shit, they never going to let me do nothing now. And now. The five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Yo, yo, yo. Wow. What's going on, everybody? Can I, Yeah, I guess everybody can hear me in the world. What's going on, everybody? This is Ruben, of course, of Five Minute Warning. Um, how y'all doing tonight? Hope everybody's good. Life is beautiful. And if you were in certain parts of Virginia, the day was awesome. I'm not the weatherman, but it was 81, sunny, and it felt all sorts of good. And I was wearing shorts. Not that I don't wear shorts in like 60 degree weather, but you know, I digress. Um, what's going on, E-Money? How you living, brother? AG, man, what's going on, man? How you living, bro? I was feeling it, but I'm living good and I feel good because that COVID shot will make a brother tired. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, it didn't really do much for me. What's going on, Moby? Moby. How you, how you living in the house, brother? Hey, you know, man, just working on CP time, man. What's up, E-Money? <laughs> 757, what's up? <laughs> what did you just say? He says CP time, brother. Wow, we can do Come that on, on there. CP time. <laughs> Why not? Well, I wait mean, a minute. We say I'm we good. say cooning, so yeah, CP time's prior. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. He says that. Hey. Let's get that straight. He says that. By the way, when I walked when I, I walked in like the, I see it. When, <laughs> when I walked into work this morning, the first thing my friend greeted me with was uh pearl clutching. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, so you got that? You got that shot, Ag? Yes, sir. It, you know what? It was really, it, the lady that administered it was really good because I didn't feel it. She pinched my skin, put it in, just almost like uh, you do for dogs. And uh, I didn't feel it going in. I sat there for a minute, and it was um, it was cool. Six hours later, I could feel the soreness coming on, but I was still feeling good. And then the next day, I was okay, but I felt like I just didn't want to do nothing. Just sat around and sit in the chair, just kind of like didn't want to do anything. And by the time, you know, we were supposed to do the production meeting, it was like, dude, I, I was done. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it didn't hit me like that. I'm so, I guess I'm so glad thing. for you. And, now, yeah, and the other thing, too, my partner at work, she had her second one. 
And she said that hit her pretty hard. It made her feel like yeah. she had COVID again. I I heard a lot about the second shot doing the dirt, but the first shot not so much. You know, um, but yeah, I'm waiting for them to email me back to let me know when my next one is. Oh, I thought you found you know, that out the, the day you got your first, or the couple days before you got your first one. I know I got my my day. I mean, no, I'm just gonna leave it like that. I'm just okay. I'm not gonna call no company's names out. <laughs> I ain't gonna do nothing like that. I'm just gonna say I would get it. I was told I would get an email when it's time for my next shot, and I was like, okay, we can't use a calendar around here. That's okay. And I'm fine with that because it was like three weeks. And I was like, okay, I, I, I can I can do the calendar thing. I'm good. You know. Um But yeah, I mean it's it I left the band-aid on for like four days though. How you leave the band-aid he, on for four days? It didn't come Why? off, yo. Why? It just didn't come off. Yo, he put that joint so tight that it was part of my skin, yo. When I pulled it off, I was like, yo, that's crazy. You know? And I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, I mean, it it was there and it didn't really do anything. So it was whatever. And like I said, I think I said it last time, I felt like he, no, I felt like he was digging in my arm. And I was like, I know what a shot feels like, but you've been in there too long. You looking for something? <laughs> I mean, so, Stop your crying. Stop your man, crying. I'm not crying. I'm just saying, look, a shot is supposed to be poke. I go through my my thing, and it's done. I felt like I was there for like two minutes. Man, bro, shut up. If and you, I was you, the last you had person. To deal with it. You dealt with it. And no. I was the last person. So, you know, he was trying to go home. But, you know, once again, it won't my fault. So, <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. I got the, I got the damn shot. When you getting yours, Moby? Man, I don't know, man. Um, I actually went up on the website. So technically, I should be doing it next week. I just yeah. haven't got. I haven't found a site for it. Okay. I mean, you know, uh, Rite Aids and Walgreens and CVS and your doctor and all that. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm probably gonna go with the Walgreens one. I'm trying to wait for that, but you know, things are happening. Yeah. It'll get done this week. I mean, that's what it's all about, man. Just getting it done, getting protected. And so, you know, you don't be carrying that stuff around. Or at least if you get it, you won't die. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, yeah not dying is a good thing. I, I mean, I would think so. Everybody else, I don't know. But I, I, I like being on top of the planet, on top of the dirt. But other than that, man, everybody have a good week. Life is beautiful. It is. Married to my wife, so life is beautiful. No complaints. No complaints. This guy. Married to his wife. Man, your wife is awesome. She is. Because, you know, because she is. She's a nice woman. She is. But, you know what's not nice? New York Catholic schools, apparently. (laughs) And I'm not saying all of them. I was going to say, that's a pretty general statement. I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying... You know, they're just, I think here, I think what's all said and done, the biggest thing with a lot of the stories that we talk about is that people get, a lot of people feel flush with power. And when you're flush with power, you feel like you can do certain things 
that um, normal people shouldn't be able to do. Such as a white headmaster telling a black student to kneel and apologize the African way. Now, bro, <laughs> like I'm sitting there and my first thought was we have three things here. First of all, what is he apologizing for? Second of all, kneeling? Hold did on, did you did you read what he was supposed to be apologizing for? I, I mean, I, to be honest, I did, but it's been a minute. And then the third, well, but, but we're going to get in that in a second. But the third part was the African way? I mean, the African way. What is the African way? I mean, did he watch too much Black Panther or something? I mean, I don't understand. Well, he, he got actually it, he gave, got it he from gave his explanation. Yeah, he, he gave his explanation. So apparently every country in Africa is um, has the same practices, apparently, according and, to him. And he said he makes his kids do it at home, so. Okay, well, there's a couple different problems with that. One, this ain't your kid, and this ain't your house. Now, this is where you work, and these are the kids that you work with. But just because, you know, church and state, home and work, separation of everything, I mean, if you would make... The question is, do you make the white kids do it in the school? And that's probably a solid no, because you can say what you want. White, black, Puerto Rican, or Asian... If we had a headmaster telling kids to kneel and do things the African way in a school, I don't care if they were white or purple. We would have heard about that. I mean, but really? The African way? That's what we do? And that's what he does at home? Nice. That's what he said. I mean, that's what he said. Your he said kids he are learned awesome. from a Nigerian parent, so he instituted it at, at home, and so he brought it to school, but... When my wife brought this to me a week and a half ago, my first question to her is, okay, that might sound legit. Do, do white students have to do it? And she was like, for real? And I was like, that's what I thought. There, there we go. And so, just because your, just because your kids are African or Nigerian, I mean, once again, what you do at your own house, how stupid it may be, it is your house. Uh-huh. But bringing that joint to work to a black kid who clearly, at least as far as we know, Ain't African nor Nigerian? Come on, bro. And I think that like, the base the way the way the article read, I think the teacher had an issue, which probably wasn't an issue. And she decided, I'm a I'm gonna abuse my power a little bit, take this kid to the office. So it actually that's well, that's not true. Okay, this is what I've now remember completely. R- ripped he up was, his paper. Yeah, he was he was all caught up in that particular class. And so he started homework or an assignment for another class because he was ahead in that one and wanted to get ahead some more. Yeah. And so yeah. the teacher felt disrespected. So she took so it, she ripped, ripped it. like Moby said, ripped up his paper, snatched him up and took him to the office for excelling. OK, that's what's going <laughs> on here. And so from that alone, I was like, OK, this lady has a real problem with black people winning. That was my first response. Now, whether that response is accurate or not, that remains to be seen. But that was my first response. And so my next question to my wife is just like, okay, teacher had a problem. A lot of teachers do. But does this headmaster make all of the kids kneel to the disrespected party in apology? 
If that's the case, I have no problem with this. It kind of makes me feel a little weird, but I don't have a problem with it. But then, but then what did your wife say after you asked her that? For real? <laughs> that's the answer to your question. Exactly. Or, or, you know, if it was me, I'd have been like, bro, come on now. And like, and so here's a crazy part. Here's a complete crazy part, which I don't understand. She pulled him out of school to go to school remotely. He's still going to that school. What? That, I mean, and I like. I mean, unless the kids on a scholarship, she probably pays for him to go to that school. Cause she's got money. She does well. Yeah, but the thing about it is, with Moby, your parent, if you pay to send your kids to a Catholic school, and this happens, are you will you be currently paying for your kids in that Catholic school? I mean, no, but I don't want to talk about me. Like, to me, and I'm usually the person that hates doing the victim-blaming game, but I have more of a problem with the mother of this story than I do with the school. Because, first of all, this school just basically established a baseline of racism with your child being the victim of it. And instead of pulling your child you basically still said that you know what i still want so desperately to be accepted by these white people and for my kid to get this white education that i'm willing to just make a fuss about this and you know hopefully he has to resign f having to resign i want i want a public apology i want some money and 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 look i'm not the civil suit person either but unfortunately we got to stop letting white people off the hook by just resigning like resigning affects them but the school is responsible for their employees so this is a reflection on the school if the school had no problem with this because as he said he's been making people do this before apparently this ain't the first student according to the teacher why is the school not at liable for this because it's going on there so I have a problem with the mom because as far as I'm concerned, she's kind of being a punk and she's basically saying, you know what? I still want these white folks education because now I don't know their situation. Maybe where they are, the public schools are so bad that she's just like, you know what? I'd rather you have to deal with this racism and learn some stuff than go over here and maybe not. Well, but, but to me, that, 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 that can't be that can't be the message. And you know, you're saying your son is walking around sad now. You know why he's walking around sad? Because your effing solution was, hey, just stay at home and go to school because you apparently must have done something wrong since I'm pulling you from the school for no reason of your own. Like the kid probably does feel sad because he's probably like, yo, I just got punked. I got I was a victim of racism. I just pretty much got punked at the school. And all my mom wants to say is, I want this teacher to lose their job. F that man, Miss Brown, my mom, shit. That school, my man, there would be so many cameras out there. There'd be police out there. And that would be just to stop her from doing something to somebody. Of course, he did resign. And they got a new principal who was a mother of former students because, you know, 
Don't care. I mean, I, mean, I, just, I, mean, I just don't care. Gotta a, yeah, she's got to be a mother. <laughs> so, I mean, the thing about it is he resigned. She still pulled it. Like, you pulled him out and you sent him and basically you, you can just do school from home. And I'm just like, well, why do you just do that in the first place? I mean, but well, then, the problem is he's going to go back. Yeah, so basically by not pulling him, he's gonna go back. And exactly. now not only is he gonna go back, he's gonna go back and everybody's gonna know what happened. Yep. And that nothing was done as a recourse action. So you think he just got some heat from the teacher? Yo, imagine how the empowered these white students gonna feel. Man, man, I wouldn't sit in the back there. And I mean no. I don't, and I don't care. About, once again, yeah. once again, I don't know that situation, so I don't wanna make too much of a judgment but i feel like the mother has drastically underreacted and in, i'm not saying she should go up there with, with a bonnet on and, and raise a stink in her bathrobe and you know i'm not saying this is the stereotypical scene i'm just saying she did not seem like it was going to take much for her to be okay with this hey but you but you know here's the thing about that man as i dropped this clue bomb she waited a couple days ago to talk to the principal. She did, yo, Shirley Brown, son. It would have been Shirley and Ruben up in that piece. Like, what are y'all doing? It would have been the same day because they would have had to come pick me up for school and it would have been a conversation. Because, I mean, I think it's a fair statement that all three of our, all three of our parents would have been. Well, did like, she wait a couple up? days or did she not find out for a couple days? Because she said she had to ask him and he told her because he didn't i don't think he told her it happened the same day the article states that um hold on after also she was filled with all types of emotion uh the headmaster called a few days later to discuss dates for her son's first communion Paul says she brought it up. So she okay, knew yeah, about she, it. She waited a couple of days. Yeah. So after he told her, she still waited a couple of days. Are you kidding? What, man? Once again, I ain't trying to victim blame, but sometimes. Well, he, but here's the thing. We're not victim blaming because the victim is that 11 year old boy. You're right. You're right. And But oh, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not, try, I'm not trying to judge her. I'm not trying to judge her parenting too harshly without having all the information. Because once again, I don't know the whole their whole situation. I just know it doesn't seem like she is that outraged by this I, it, not not if she just wanted to have a conversation a couple days later after the school had called her yeah and that's the thing <laughs> the school called her about some other stuff it wasn't even about that it was some other stuff and then she was like well by the way you know my what what's up with this kneeling with my son stuff and it's like by the way man first of all i want to know how the kid got home probably on the i guess there was a school bus or maybe mom went and picked him up, picked him up after school. I don't I don't know. But all I know was is in public school, when you do stupid stuff, they call your parents. Clearly, they didn't call his parents. Because how do you explain to a parent, hi, I'm calling about your son. He was doing homework for another class in another class. And so um I made him kneel and apologize. Bruh. I can't imagine that conversation happening to Reuben and Shirley. 
because dad don't get mad but i've seen my father mad i mean I, and i, I think I, that's one of those times when ruben j brown jr would have had some problems i i feel like the mother has just taught her son to be a, a baseline acceptance of racism basically saying that you know you just got to sit down and take it if if, if you if you want to get these white folks education sometimes you just got to deal with some shit and that's a sad message and I, I i'm not i hope that's not the message she's trying to send but from the outside looking in that's the message i received i don't maybe i'm alone on that i'm with nope. you i'm just listening but you're exactly right i mean that's i can't yeah. imagine my kid coming home telling me that Ooh, i might have needed a day i might have waited a day but i might have waited a day just because i don't want to go to jail not 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 because i was trying to wait to see if somebody was gonna apologize for it no 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 i would have just needed that cool down time man if that happened to that you, might have turned into a mama issue like hey hey you gonna have to handle that because if i go up to that school <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna gonna be two separate issues at that school and you know what your wife would say you need to go handle that and you know if if that happened to you and your mom oh no that that would have been a problem columbine was bad it'll look like a 90s scene (laughs) to set it off in that jump yeah (laughs) white face paint and everything my mom would have came came in there with some corn rolls some chucks pair of brass knuckles like what <laughs> step to me if you want to mm. oh man that'd have been uh, you know uh, on the funny part of that that would have been real funny to see that it had been messed up but it'd be kind of funny to see that it wouldn't have been funny for me because i my mom would have went to jail i mean I, I just, yeah I, yeah if yeah. i called well, my mom, mom right now and asked her about that she would have went to jail e-money you know my mom would have went to jail and e-money mom would have had to bail um bail my mom out <laughs> unless she was backing up <laughs> which which is a firm possibility too <laughs> i mean oh man so we're gonna we're gonna stick with the school stuff for a little bit and we're gonna switch it off so you know like i said ignorance ignorance apparently blossoms in all times of the year and School is usually where it starts. So we have one school making the black kid kneel. And then we have another school where the football coach, you know, everybody knows when they do um, when they audibles and yell, such as Peyton Manning, Omaha, Omaha. You know, that's whatever. You know, gave Omaha some props, whatever. However, you can't, you, I think it was last, was it last week or two weeks ago, we had a conversation about Brooks Leonard. Now, Miles Leonard. Miles, whatever, man. It doesn't really matter. He's an idiot. Um, I don't. I try not to keep idiots in my brain. But so then we got the school who fired the head coach because he is saying things like Auschwitz. Come on, man. We you can't you you just can't be you can't be that can't be an audible. Like there's no. Term to, there's no reason to use the word in anything unless it's a history lesson. So why would you even do such things? And of course he got fired because he should have. And you know the football team got shut down because they should have. And it's like, I, 
Do you think well, you're not I getting mean, all- I mean, but I mean, I understand the football team getting shut down, but it's almost like, is this really the kids' fault? Well, if it if it was, I mean, like, granted, you, you can you can say that they're old enough to know yeah. that this, this is offensive thing, but I mean, look, if this is the play call, like if we're talking about kids and discipline and, and all the things that we we say is great about high school football, teaching discipline and all that. Why were they gonna not go and do what he said? He he's in a position of leadership. He's the one that should be getting punished, not everybody else. But I understand. Yeah, I mean they were using Auschwitz, Rabbi, and Dreidel. And I'm like, well, the Dreidel thing. Eh, I think they kind of just toss that in there. But it's like you can't be doing that. It's it's just it's just tone deaf. And then on top of all that, no, it's you not know, tone, it's that not ain't just tone, tone deaf. deaf. They ain't, you know how much ain't tone deaf about that. Like that, that was deliberate. And there's a man who is the definition of anti-Semitic. Like that dude yeah. does not like Jewish people, and he basically just used his platform to say, "Yeah, I don't like Jews." That's just like a time. Like I, I tell a very, very, very quick story. Happened at a situation. You know, I got people doing stuff, and. The people above them, not above me, but above them, trying to get my people to do some stuff that was in their business, like say some things, had nothing to do with my kids, but to do with their people. And one of my kids pretty much just dropped the F-bomb on her and told him, we ain't doing it. <laughs> and then, you know, they come to me, it's like, yo, Ruben, what's up? And I was like, well, you shouldn't have used the F-bomb, but I'm glad you didn't say it because that has nothing to do with you and you shouldn't be in their business and they shouldn't but they tried to get them to say some things and whatnot and it's just like it's the same to me it's the same thing it's like these these football kids hopefully had nothing to do with your personal business but you made you you got them to say some things where you might have been like but that's messed up i mean you can't be doing that man and it's just i'm done like these people are stupid and you know it's boston so i ain't trying to say nothing about boston man stop stop calling these people stupid man they're not stupid man that the these are well thought out intentional deliberate things that they're doing it does not lack intellect It, it 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 lacks caring it lacks giving a f but it ain't dumb fair Stupid is like the simplest word I could think of at the time, so that's me. But probably yeah. use diabolical next time. How about that? What'd you say? Use diabolical next time because it man, takes that's a lot, a of lot of letters, man. I don't care. It's a lot of thought. Dial- diabolical. Yeah, it's a lot of thought. He put it's- a lot of thought into that. Like Moby was saying, it's just like you have to think about what you're True. doing. You had many opportunities as you were planning your offense and, and designing your offense to think yeah this is not a good idea no it was a good idea to him and he used it he used his platform to to uh you know to impressionable kids i mean to be honest uh, as a coach as as a former coach you generally design your audibles around one of two things either things that you can easily remember or things that you think the kids can easily remember and I'm going to say that he picked this because it was things he could easily remember. True. Because all of our audibles were based on fat boy things like candy bars. And like, look, I was making the audibles. So 
You know what I'm saying? Like, Candy we bar. had Skittles, <laughs> Skittles, you know what I'm saying? Snickers, like, all our audibles were pretty much candy. <laughs> <laughs> now or later, now or later. KBI for 25. Where's Edelman when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's up there. He may, he needs to go see him. You know? Just saying, man. This, coaches- is, this is racism at its best. It's kind of like how I felt about that cop last week. You wanted to say exactly what you said with the platform and power you had. Same thing here. He did exactly what he wanted to do. It's just that simple. There's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's nothing to talk about. He didn't get canceled. He got what he earned. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Was there is there any Jewish player on his team? No way. Clearly not. No. Well, I... No. It doesn't say if it. It no. doesn't say if it if it is, and they can't say if it is because well, they're underage. Of course, but I mean, I'm just. No. Man, what a predicament that kid had to be in. And that's why I'm telling you no, because I promise you, it's, it would have been like the story that we just talked about, but everybody's mama would have showed up. Jewish people do not play that. I'm just letting you know. I would be shocked if there was a Jew, Jewish person on that team shocked and amazed well and i'll say this it could have been because apparently in their community they are jewish people i believe so that. it's very possible it could have been and the kid probably was like didn't say nothing or he would oh he might have been called out i said maybe this that's why this got called out well they did it during a game but you, like, you, you, but like like moby said you all no, i'm no. saying to you is this guy sat in the office to design the offense then he taught the offense and then they pr- executed the offense in the game. There was Correct. a lot of thought about this using the same terminology. So probably what happened is, like, the as far as the audibles go and stuff like that, they were probably only known for certain people. Because you because if one of the players is Jewish, they'd have been like, "What are you talking about?" Or they'd have been, I mean, you know, it clearly it clearly was positioned for what it was positioned for and that's what it is and you know he's the coach is smart enough to know that well i can't say this to certain people because i'll get in trouble or whatever whatever you know so the person who person or people who who it affected you know probably was not in on it and he probably heard at the same time everybody else did so i mean Everybody, I think everybody's situation, well, not situation, everybody's in line with the coach, did it on purpose, and, you know, hopefully he gets fired and whatever and, and that sort of thing, and, you know, hopefully things go the way they need to go with this situation. Well, it's like voter suppression in Jim Crow in Georgia. It's out front. This is not, this is not. Yeah. Oh, he did get fired. I'm sorry. This is not clandestine anymore. This stuff is right up front in your face. Yeah, he got fired. So, well, whatever. Next, it'll be somebody else doing the same thing. Of course. Next, I'm just all the thing I'm saying is it's not undercover anymore. I mean, Superman. I mean, it's just like Superman without a phone booth. He don't need no phone booth. I'm just Superman and Clock can't What? That's That's how it is now. The comic book, and the comic book is like that now. So, just saying, it's out there. And E-money, then E-Money 757. Have y'all seen American Skin? I have not. Have y'all seen it? I have not either. No. Me either. 
something tells me it's not about ink. So, yeah, check it out. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, so, we'll move to our next story. Um, last week, Virginia, with the second most executions, outlawed the death penalty. So, it's, it's very interesting. Um, uh, I'm just trying to figure out how I want to start it. Because, like, when it's all said and done, if you listen to the show, you know that I kind of am a proponent of the death penalty. I'm not sad about it. I'm not happy about it. But I understand, you know. Um, there have been so many people who have been executed wrongly. Um, you know, it takes forever. So I get it, you know. I'm not exactly jumping up and down. A lot of people are. I'm not. But I'm one person. I have my own opinion. And I'm fine with that. This go And this goes back to the situation that happened a couple years ago. Um, you know, because Norm pretty much... Uh, Governor Ralph Northam, um, you know, the death penalty has been disproportionately applied to black people and it's product of a flawed judicial system that doesn't always get it right. Which is very true, especially back in the day. You know, um, these days you don't see a lot of people get the death penalty anymore. But then again, um, if you're on death row, usually you're waiting for an extended period of time anyway due to, you know, you if you want to get um, another trial and things as such. Um, you know, Virginia has executed executed nearly 1,400 people since we had the death penalty. We were second in the country in executions. Number one is Texas. Number three is Utah. Um, Utah uses a firing squad. Um, Texas and Virginia does not do a firing squad. They um, use either drugs or electricity. So I guess the question is, you know, we'll start with with Mo B. Good or bad for this Commonwealth of Virginia? Or do you have an opinion on it? Um I think it's good. Um and I have an opinion on, on the death penalty in general. Like I'm not necessarily a proponent of the death penalty, but I'm not necessarily always heartbroken. You know, somebody is getting executed for certain crimes, but I feel like, um, and I guess this is getting way too deep into my own personal beliefs, but I feel like any black person who is a proponent of the death penalty is also an advocate of their own ignorance because the only way the death penalty can actually be something that you are in agreement with is to accept the fact that you think our system is geared equally towards everybody, which centuries have proven that it's not so why would you be a proponent of a system that has proactively killed hundreds of not thousands of people for wrongful conviction simply because it was the easy way out or simply because they were black so like i'm i'm always taken aback when i hear any black person say that they're for the death penalty because i'm like that's basically saying that you think our system works because and, and i feel like that that leads me to different questions because i'm just like like what has given you such extreme faith in our current system that you're so willing to just easily say yeah we should kill him or we should kill her 
So yeah, I'm I'm cool with the death penalty being gone because I think our system has been proven through DNA testing and all these other cases that have been brought. Our system has been proven to be more than just flawed. It's been intentionally levied against people of color. So yeah, I'm cool with the death penalty being gone. Like, okay, AG. I couldn't get that deep, but in the end, I agree. I mean, I just don't see killing people as a, as a sustainable solution. Even though my emotions take me other places, and I'll, I respect my emotions, but my emotions aren't always accurate. And sometimes they get out of hand. And for me to make a decision out of pocket is the most ridiculous thing ever. So I'm like, no. I, I mean, I know there are people to do heinous crimes. I'm not saying that, but... The death penalty, yeah, it's a little much. And I used to be a proponent. I did. But it's like I thought about it, and I was like, mm, nah. And, and see, I'm not judgmental in that sense. So when I say I, I question it, it's like I completely get if it's a personal situation too. Like, you know, if somebody just murdered people in your family, you want somebody to pay, yeah, you might be like, yeah, kill that dude or, or kill that woman. But just as a generalized statement like are you a proponent of death penalty no i'm just i'm not a proponent with taking people's life i'm not a proponent with playing god period like and and no on, on no level i'm just not a proponent of playing god when when man starts playing god we we basically kill ourselves in every aspect of life yeah that's as far as i took it just what he just said um, but everything he said otherwise is right too because it's like the judicial system in this country yeah no very rarely very rarely does it work the correct way and very rarely somebody looking like us can manipulate it that's what people cheered for when OJ got off it wasn't because they thought he was innocent it was because he's the first black man to manipulate the system to his advantage money or no money so I totally agree with what everything he said cool um you know i like i said i have been a proponent of the death penalty uh and i think part of me still am because i just really feel like like do i think our judicial system is perfect no do i know our judicial system has been manipulated and used to the worst of its possible ability yes however i also feel that there's just certain things that certain people that that can be done and you shouldn't be on this plan no more and that's just me and i mean you go with like honestly you go and kill 20 children at a at a elementary school and stuff yeah man it, it, there's no place here for you you know because and that's just my opinion I, i'm not saying that it's do i think it should be used as much as it's being used probably not uh, and that's why, you know, getting the death penalty is so harsh, you know, because pretty much. But then after you get the death penalty, it's still like 10, 15 years before you actually die. I mean, just because of the way the system does work or doesn't work, however you choose. Now, I mean, I'm also not going to sit here and be like, yeah, has it been abused? Hell yeah. Is our system perfect? Hell no. You know, I just feel like on certain instances, I mean... Mental health is an issue, but if I'm going to go and just start killing people for no reason, 
I, I can't get down with you being here no more. Like this, the DC sniper, you kill people for absolutely no reason. And then you just killed random people for no reason. I don't understand why you should be on the planet anymore. And that's just me. And I will always be the minority in this. And I'm and that's just what it is. But hold on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I understand exactly what you're talking about in a scenario like that. So I am not gonna fault anybody who's like, yeah, get rid of him. And once again, yeah. I'm also not gonna shed any tears after he's executed either. I but I'm also just not a fan of saying, yeah we're god so we're gonna get rid of you so so i mean i'm kind of torn so in that sense we're like I, I i get it so that's why i was making sure to say as a generalized statement i'm just not a proponent of the death penalty well yeah and i and, there and are I guess, always exceptions to the rules or as chris rock said i understand yeah and i mean and i wasn't and i guess my thing was i wasn't really like attacking you or anybody else but i did feel like after your comment i needed to express my comment just a well i didn't want further. you to feel like you were the minority like i, well, I don't think i don't think either I'm, any of us are going to be sad if they execute the dc sniper like i don't think any of us are going to be like oh this is a terrible thing we're doing here i mean we might not agree with you know us personally taking someone's life but i mean i'm not going to be sad that that person isn't on the planet anymore yeah but the problem i guess my thing is in my personal opinion is as far as the I think it's got to be something next level for you to even talk about the death penalty, like to me. And that, and that was my, that is my only true beef about, I don't think they use it well. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's just used very well. And then back, as you brought it back in the day, they would just use the death penalty just to kill black people. You're right. That shit was foul, you know, and they did it wrong and they just abused the power of it. And the, but the problem is not having it. So at this point in time, the, if the DC sniper ain't dead, he ain't down in Virginia. I mean, it's just what it is. And am I mad at that? I'm indifferent, but I understand both sides. And I just feel like that, you know, there's always gotta be an end game of something. Because when, when it's all said and done, if you're doing 30, if you're doing 30 counts of life and each count of life in the Commonwealth of Virginia is 15 years, you're not spending 450 years in jail unless you the you'll be the oldest dude on the planet, which ain't happening. So on top of all that, I got to pay for you to stay alive. Not, not a fan. And, and I mean, and I break it down in multiple different ways, but yeah, I got to pay for you to live in jail for the rest of your life. And, it's bad enough that, which is a completely different topic that we are nowhere near the experts on. We all know about the prison system and the profitability of the prison system. So, I mean, that's that's another thing. And yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everyone's thought processes, but I also feel like, you know, we also, as long as we agree on each other's, we'll always be fine. And Anything else, AG? Since you kind of just you, you just said like ten words. Nothing else to say. I mean, and plus you're pretty passionate about what you were saying, so I let it go. But the bottom <laughs> line is, at the end of the day, I just I don't agree with it, no matter how I feel. Yeah. So. And that's and that's fine. Nobody's got issues. I got issues with it. So, um, 
Wow. So we will move from that to to the my five in this week. You picked a deep one, man. That would not be me. <laughs> oh, that, you know what? It makes sense now. Never mind. You think out? First of all, do you think I would pick something like this? Yeah, because this is personal. <laughs> I mean, every time you're an idiot in school. <laughs> man, I couldn't. Man. So the my five this week is five biggest mistakes or most questionable mistakes you made as a child or teenager. So I will start this segment by saying this. I'm perfect. So we're not we're not getting a lot we're not getting a lot from Ruben. Um, and then on top of that, we will get a couple. I will give you a couple. But my mom listens to this, and I try to stay out of as much problem and trouble as possible. And my mother could still whoop my ass. So yeah, I'm going to preface preface it by that. And this time we'll we'll start with the man who created it, Moby. Oh man, why I gotta start with me? Well, right, you created so, this, man. That don't mean I want to go first. I, was, no, I don't mind. I don't sure. mind, man. Okay. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna start early on in life. So I'm gonna go straight to the child. So um, my active, um, I guess my my rebellious streak started early in life, and I remember this one real vividly. I was like five years old, and I guess my dad thought he was gonna flex on me. Because you know, I, you know, he was in front of company. I'm the kid, but I'm saying my dad showing off for company. But um, so he specifically said, if you go across that street, I'm gonna kick your ass. So five year old me slowly walked across the street and turned and looked at him. Turned around and said, "Are you gonna kick my ass now?" Yeah, I got a really bad whooping, like. <laughs> really bad and then it was so bad my mom had to stop it well which lets you know like when your mom gotta stop a whooping that that means like she she knows like you gonna die <laughs> you gonna and, die and, and the problem was like I would not cry because my rebellion would not let me and he was getting mad because I would not cry therefore he went from whooping me to trying to fight me so she had to step in and i gonna fight you when you five to this day she always used to joke and be like you was never gonna let that man see you cry <laughs> so you, you said I, something I, about this before and now we know why you did <laughs> now we know the entire story yeah so you know i will say as a kid that was a mistake you know what i'm saying like but you it's didn't a cry. cool story to say but you ain't cry but <laughs> I mean, is it really is it really regrettable if you didn't cry? Not not with him in the room. Like, well, you know, when he left, you know, I probably I gave it up. But um, yeah. So. Yeah, you gave it up for your mom. <laughs> yeah. And basically that was that was a tears of joy. I was like, thank you for saving it, you know. I'm five. This six six, you know, two hundred plus pound man is damn near punching me. <laughs> oh my god. God, I hope your dad never listens to this boy. I mean, look, he'll probably deny, but I mean, what are you going to do now? What, you going to kick my ass? <laughs> it might be a little different story this time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not from Shirley, it won't. Shirley still whooped me. Notice, I, I never said anything about my mom. <laughs> never, never. So, so number two, um, 
when I was in middle school and I'm I'm just starting to hit the age where um I'm trying to explore the dating scene. Um I learned real early on that like there's some some things that you ain't supposed to do. And one of them is trying to date cousins. Wow. Um, as if they're not gonna find out somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so I did that. For about two weeks. Hey oh, man, I was oh, ambitious. You know what I'm saying? On, like, <laughs> is that what we're gonna call it? Ambition? I mean, okay. I don't know if I want to continue this one anymore. We're getting to some different things. I mean, Look, I told you this is personal because when I read it, I was like, this is going to be really personal. Man, y'all might get one out of me. I mean, look, this, that's cool. Look, I, I don't have a problem saying this. I ain't saying no names. And I'm not necessarily proud of it because, it, trust me, it didn't work. <laughs> it, 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 it did not end well for me. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, because for some reason, West I just... Virginia? Look, man, I was being ambitious, man. Look, I, I thought, I thought that one of them could keep their mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. Really? I'm just... I should get rid of it. No, please stop. <laughs> just, it's almost like you're going to get in trouble all over again. I can't with you, man. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You judging, but you ain't going to say nothing? You straight. That is so, oh, that is so too right. so, they... so, th so this one will be a little less. Um, they call that petty. This would be a little less daring, so Ruben does, you know, start pearl clutching over there. Um, <laughs> He's already doing it. <laughs> so another one, I, as a teenager, um, one of the things I say was a mistake is I quit bowling. At like 16, I quit bowling. And I quit bowling for like two or three different reasons. One, because nobody thought bowling was cool. So, you know, most people didn't even know I actually did it. Two... I didn't really know that you could go to school for free for bowling because I would have been bowling my ass off at a college. <laughs> and three, I mean, it wasn't exactly the sexiest thing to tell some chick like, yo, come holler at me at this tournament real quick. Watch me, you know, roll it up for you. Like, it just, it wasn't anything cool about it. So you weren't hanging around with the right cool people. Probably, probably. I mean, look, I didn't know anybody in, in Portsmouth that, that uh, the circle I hung with that bold. None. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was some out there, but they were probably just like me, just like going there on Saturday morning and not saying anything to anybody about it, you know, Monday through Friday. Yo, baby, that strikes for you. <laughs> what? That means we break it up? No, baby, it means it's good. What is wrong with you? I got a turkey with your name on it. That's right. <laughs> you call um, me a turkey? Let me get that this 710 one. split, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. See, that would have been the greatest line ever. I know. Only for people who understand bowling. But you hang if you, out if with you, the if wrong you understand people, bowling, man. you might not get it. See, you hang nah, out with man. the wrong people. See, if you go to the bowling alley in the morning, you see people like my dad. Oh, Bro, I mean, go I, I go now. I, I bowl now. So, yeah, I, I see them people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. What is wrong with you? What are you pointing? Which at? way are you trying to point? Like you had a stroke. What's wrong? Uh, his dad can bowl. Yes, sir. My dad's got like five or six perfect games. Oh man, he he's... he got rings, man. He yes, got sir. rings. 
Got a little championship yeah, ring good. for his league. He's got five or six perfect games. Yeah, he's he's a beast. He a beast. Yeah, I've thrown I've thrown seven three hundreds, but I've only thrown two sanctioned ones. So I got two rings. Actually, I have five rings. I bowled like three eight hundred series. But, See, man, all that yeah. all that you hang around. It's almost like Tiger Woods, man. Bobby <laughs> don't like golf for real, but then Tiger made it cool. But you gotta hang around the ain't... right people, man. I told him back in the day I would be his manager and we would have him on a we would have a lifestyle stat like cardboard cut out of him with his with his necklace on the side with well, I, gotta ball be in his hand. I gotta have a chain on yeah, and... man. <laughs> I, I gotta mean, have my fronts in my mouth yeah, like I ain't say yeah. front I ain't say front <laughs> but it'd be the chain it'd be the it'd be the cross chain hand to the side Mo with whistle. the bowling ball man just stand up there like this really Storm <laughs> with the big storm logo on his man, I could have made us some money. KB, I could have like gotta have a dope bowling shirt. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right. I, I would have had a dope bowling shirt. That, that's that, the, that cool. the storms were pretty dope, man. With the big storm across the joint. Yeah. Hey man. Just saying, man. You were just hanging around the wrong people, man. I'm just saying. I'm saying, man. All you gotta do is get that pro card again. What's up out here? Cause you know it's Ruben, some, it's some, it's some Brown Esquire. It could be some fine women hanging out at the bar, getting that, uh, getting that bowling, bowling alley food. How you doing, yeah, man? How you doing, Maybe. Big Red? <laughs> bowling, bowling <laughs> trumpets, bowling trumpets. All right, man. Cause um, y'all not gonna have me talking about bowling all night. So, the number four thing. Um, bowling ball girls. In high school, um, they blow into your bowling ball before I, you roll it. Really? Just let right. it go. Really? It, it was. I got to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's just him turning red because he's embarrassed. Uh, Move on, man. Move on. I'll tell your story, man. So, um, number four, like in high school, I wasn't like I wasn't like super rebellious and then I didn't do too much crazy stuff. But um, one time I, okay, I'm lying. It was more than once. But one time in a basketball game in high school. I was really intoxicated during that game. And it would happen to be a game that we went to like four overtimes. Ouch. And one and, and like I didn't score any points until overtime. Mainly because I think I was trying to sober up. Was that the game where the where the ref was like Yes, he said <laughs> you need to cut it out cuz I can smell it coming out of your pores. <laughs> And I just realized, man, that like I'm not built like them old '80s and '70s basketball players who used to smoke cigarettes and drink before a game and play. Like I, I could, I can't do that. I ain't got it. Well, they can't do it at first either. It's called conditioning. Yeah, it's the I, I ain't wrong got kind it. of conditioning. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, all right. So I say, I say number five. Um, it's not a lengthy story, but it's a good story. Um, only for the people who were involved. And I think somebody who's actually listening probably will uh, remember the story. So when I was about nine years old, I had a friend that stayed near my grandma's house and I was going to my cousin's house and I begged my mom and my grandma, hey, let me take my friend to my cousin's house so we can hang out because it's like, yo, we can hang out, go to the park, play basketball, kick it. I mean, I begged them. So they said, yeah. So my friend comes, me and my cousin, we ride bikes all the time. Now I'm three, I'm two years younger than my cousin and three years younger. Male wait, friend, wait. Or, male friend or female? Male, but male, male, oh, male. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. So I'm three years younger than my friend and two years younger than my cousin. That's an important 
distinction in this story. So I'm nine, my cousin's 11, and my friend is 12. So we got three bikes because my cousin got um, brothers. It, he already knows the I story know, right? coming. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we asked him because we riding 10 speed bikes. We like, yo, you know how to ride 10 speed, right? He's like, my boy's like, yeah, man, we cool. Let's do it. So we're in Wanna Hill in Petersburg, and there's a basketball court at the bottom of the hill. So we get to the top of the hill, and we like, we gonna race down the hill. So we start booking it, racing down the hill. We like all neck and neck, and we halfway down the hill, and I hear my friend go, yo, where are the brakes? This dude is trying to pedal backwards, to stop because he's never rode a 10 speed. Did you just ask him if he rode a 10 speed? Yes. So this dude hits head on to a tree. The wheel bends. He flies off the bike head first into the tree. Bark comes off. All the skin on his forehead is gone. He's laid out on the ground like he's on a crucifix. Out cold. There's one old dude playing basketball. And my first response was, they never gonna let me do nothing now. <laughs> and, I was like, and, and the dude and the man was trying to help out, and I was like, nah, man, he dead. I mean, it's he over did. with. Is that he your dead. response? My, he my cousin books it back home. I'm sitting there at the court panicking because I'm thinking, I'm not even thinking because I'm nine, so I'm not even processing that this man's life is over. I'm thinking about how this is gonna affect the next couple years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even believe it. <laughs> so everybody was like, boom. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We just heard we heard ching ching ching. That's it. Lights out. So his mom, my, my cousin's mom comes, my aunt comes. We get him back home. So we have to take him back home with a concussion. No skin on his forehead. And they get home, my mom's apologizing. You know, his parents are cool, they understand. We get back in the house. My cousin gets in the car with his mom, goes home. So now my mom and my grandma are, my grandma don't yell, but my grandma just says a whole bunch of stuff because she's so nice that anytime she says anything mean, it like it hurts that much more. I've never seen your grandmother me ever. So, so my mom is talking to me and she's not talking to me as if like I'm a valued member of society. She's <laughs> talking to me like I'm less than. And, and I hit a boiling point because I'm nine and I'm well aware that I'm nine. And, every, and she was like, and you know better. Every statement is, you know better, you know better. And finally I go, mom, do y'all think Aaron's stupid? And my mom looked at me with all the hate in her heart and said, what did you say? I'm like, you do realize I'm the youngest one and I'm the only one that got yelled at. I'm not going to tell you what she did to me later, but, <laughs> but yeah, I just, on up. I, I just realized that I wasn't going to question my mom's um, thought process of me ever again. But yeah, that that was that was like the mo worst decision I made, and I didn't even feel like I did anything wrong. But man, I, I thought I thought my best friend at the time was dead because of me. And 
Yeah, and then I asked if they date my cousin was stupid because I don't know what happened. Like his mom, I know his mom. His mom probably got into him when he got home. But nine year old me was like, "Yo, why are y'all yelling at me?" Well, E Money said that was the longest ride home too. It was. So, so apparently, <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't make the same mistake you made, but he said that was the longest ride home. You know why he didn't? Because he's not stupid. And he's two years older than you. Okay, I got that. He but, was a veteran and I wasn't. You rookie mistake. <laughs> yes. But see, my thing is, in your defense, y'all asked him, can you ride a 10 speed? Once he Multiple says yes, times. It wasn't just once. Once you said yes the first time, you know the brakes are on the handlebars, bro. You know this. So. And don't use all, the front ones going that fast either. I got a question. Of all the things, I mean, you're going to a basketball court. You know, there are a couple of things he could have done. My assumption is before he got to that point, there was grass somewhere. You know, you could have jumped off the bike. Man. Why go headlong into a tree? Well, when you're going that fast, they're not, there are not a whole lot of decisions you can make. But why hit a tree? Dude, I don't think you he do wanted to hit, hit a tree. But and you see, do better and, hitting the fence. And of you the know, that was. Court. Look, hey, Moco Cowboy Cold Blooded, he got Sonny Bono. That's not cool, man. That ain't <laughs> That's not cool. Yeah, that's funny. That's, it's funny, but it ain't cool. You know, thank you, thank you, E Money, for verifying my story. I asked as soon as we pulled the bikes out, because not nine-year-old me was thinking, "Hey, does this twelve-year-old friend of mine know how to ride a ten-speed?" Exactly. You should I'm be just, completely exonerated, not from the statement you made to your mom, because you should have been smart enough to know just say nothing. Hey, and, man, if if. I didn't even realize I was saying it until I said it because I just had had it. I was like, I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not gonna be the only one going down for this. Oh, so you need no brown now, right? <laughs> it wasn't me. It was life. Exactly. <laughs> I just I. And all this ain't no brown because I did get used to get called that back in the day too. So <laughs> I'm going down. Everybody going down. <laughs> I just don't understand how it's all y'all fault. When the dude hit the tree. No, it's not. You're seeing it wrong. Somebody was you ran almost into a... killed. No, 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 no. You're, you're seeing no, it the and, wrong and way. And I did think he was dead. Like, straight up, I said it to E multiple times. He dead, man. <laughs> he did. I mean, I mean, you're seeing a kid that just hit a tree going probably 35 miles an hour. All I'm saying is. No, oh, no, no. All, no. all Wait I'm a saying minute. is. All no, the skin no. on his forehead was missing. It was so on what? the tree. I understand that. But all I'm saying is there's nothing else soft that he could have hit. Man, you're not understanding it, bro. No, I am understanding it because I, I jumped I, off a bike before. I, I thought all those things too, but at the time I ain't really have time to process all that. But I'm just saying how he, he money I'm was saying, like he's freaking out, y'all. <laughs> all I'm saying it, is it was, it was like the calmest freak out because like I had already accepted his death. I was like, he was moving on to the he, next thing. He did. How we gonna get? I, if I would have been a little bit smarter, I'd been like, yo, how can we get rid of the body? Uh, we got to we got to take this witness out of the park now because he's seen too much. Wow. <laughs> my, thing, my thing is this: now we understand how people respond when they do something wrong and they leave the scene of a crime. Because you're not thinking about what you've done; you're thinking about what the ramifications are, and I don't want anything to do with it. Man, it's a human all, response. All day. Man. I, I I never never feel bad. I'm, I get mad at people for panicking on a situation like that because I'm like, yo, 
I've been there. And like, like I said, I I'd accepted his death. I was trying to figure out how this was going to affect the next few years of my life. What I was going to have to do, I would have tried to get my story right with E, but he going to be thinking and everything and go get an adult before we could get our story together. <laughs> so he ruined it. <laughs> Being all sensible and whatnot. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that the dude had nothing else to hit but a tree. Man, Ruben, I'm telling you, man. Uh, speaking I'm, from I'm, a, I'm speaking sorry from for hijacking the show with my my five. Man, oh, that was but... hilarious, bro. That was gold. <laughs> that was, was gold. That was gold. But I'm just saying, Ruben, when you're going that fast, and you, cause see, he was going that fast, and then he thought he was under control, and then figured out that he was not. And now you have to make a decision, and half the time you can't make a decision because you're still panicking. And Ruben, I can't answer your question because, um, just humble brag, I was in the lead, so I don't know what happened behind me. I just heard it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know what he did. All I said is, I just heard the, and he was right behind me. We neither one of us saw him hit the tree, and we that's what I'm saying. And we saw, hit fr- and we saw how the front tire was bent, like in a 90 degree air Ouch. angle, because he hit dead on, so he broke the bike. But all I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is. You didn't hit a tree. He didn't hit a tree. Because because we had brakes. Because we knew where the brakes were. Yeah. But of all the things around you. Why you are you went... victim blaming, man? Because, man, <laughs> I I will victim blame. Because it's just like, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm driving. I can make a left or a right. Now I'm going to go straight into the river. You're, Yo, over, you're, you're oversimplifying this whole thing. Man, whatever. You're speaking like a guy who's never wrecked a bike. I'm just yeah, letting, I, I'm gonna be yeah. honest, yo. That was to this day, I have never heard a louder sound in my life. I've been around gunshots. Never have I heard a louder sound than this man's forehead hitting a tree. Like I will I will to this day, if I had a dream about that again, I would get shook all over again. Literally, man nine-year-old me was processing a man's death like i was just like he's dead and i don't know how i'm gonna get by this like because in my head i was always the person that was making the plans for how we got away with stuff so you know this i was you know what i'm glad he up here because i've always been kind of mad at him about this too because like (laughs) like usually usually he let me get us out of a situation but this time he wanted to be responsible and like quick-witted and you know save a man's life like no man we could have got out of this we have a still believe still believe there was a way we could have got out of this he always had a plan (laughs) (laughs) i mean moby was hannibal smith man So we love it when a plan comes together. See, man, we, what you trying to say, this, man? Like, like, one of us had to get in trouble. We could have both been at family barbecues. We could have, we could have had alibis. Nobody needed to know. We could I mean, have taken that dude out at the park. But didn't your friend come with <laughs> you? Look, man, he, you think he remember what happened? <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't. Because that's well, I mean, awful. He, to, to this day, when we talk to him, he don't remember hitting the tree. I mean, he had a tree. So. Dude, that's that, that, that's a blessing. That's a, to, to relive that trauma all over again? Nah. Man, whatever. You are so I mean, mean. You know what? Because, man, you act like I've never ridden on something really fast before, and I decided, you know, this is going to be a problem unless I make a move right now. Maybe, But you know what? Maybe there are just some of us on this planet who think about things differently. 
Fly, fly to fight. Fly to fight. That's what it is. He wanted to fight the tree. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he could take it. That is not cool, man. <laughs> he can say what, hey, you can say what you want, man. But if I knew hey, I was going headlong, if y'all knew, knew this guy, though, like the way he thinks, I, I firmly believe he probably thought he could take the tree. That's just yeah. who he was. <laughs> I would have jumped out my, I would have jumped out, the, I would have jumped out the, off the bike and just taken a broken arm and called it a day. I've done it before. And I take a break at home, but I've jumped off stuff before, man, because you're not going to win against the tree. Especially if you can't turn, you're not winning. you just not. And I'll just, and yeah. Well, Moco Cowboy says something that's, 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 that's facts as far as I'm concerned, especially from a racing standpoint. But he says, target fixation is an intentional phenomenon observed in humans in which an individual becomes so focused on the observed object that they inadvertently increase their risk of colliding with the object. Shout out to Wikipedia. Because in racing, what they tell you to do is if you're going into a turn, look at the point and where, where you want to be. Look at your own apex. Because if you look anywhere else, that's where you're going. And when yeah. you're going, you know, 200 miles an hour, that matters. So all I'm saying is th there's something to be said for him thinking he had control, then realizing he didn't, and then realizing he didn't have time and then panicking. There's no coming back from yo, yo, the pan the panic was real because he yelled, where are the brakes? And I just know when he yelled, where are the brakes? A piece of me died right there because I was just <laughs> like, man, it's over. It is over. And actually, I don't know if a part of me thought it was over or if a part of me was like, he got to be joking. He got to I be mean, playing. He got to be playing with no. me. No. And I'm then, just saying. And then when that blunt force trauma happened to that tree, flexing like, a bone against the hard object, it's a sound that you can't get out of your head. Man. And it doesn't sound like, like I said, TV either. I, I I literally put the bike down, didn't run to him, walked, and was like, he dead, man. He <laughs> he, he is dead. And, he probably and, was knocked out. It wasn't moving. And yeah, you're he, not. That's exactly what happened. But, but he just, oh, you know, I'm not gonna say the language he used, but he he just booked it up the hill and just left me. He just left me. He to get help. He left me to mourn the death of my friend <laughs> myself. He left you to mourn. <laughs> and didn't didn't even stick around long enough for me to get a plan for us to get away with this. Actually, he was probably hoping you had a plan by the time he got back. Man, I, you know what? That's true, because I probably, if I would have been, wouldn't have been panicking, I could have had one. And see Easy. what I tell you about panicking, Ruben? He started panicking. He never came back from it. See, he didn't have a plan. And yeah. the truth was, we weren't even supposed to go to the park because we waited Ooh. for his mom to leave. And then we asked his brother. We asked his oh, older no. brother. And of course, his brother was like, man, I don't care. Go to the park. So yeah, I was, I was like, I was Yo. defending you. I was defending you at first. But see, you weren't supposed to be at the park. See, that's what happened when you do stuff you ain't supposed to do. See that? Everybody been there. Don't worry about it. That's okay. He I'm just dead, gonna stay man. over here. He dead. All I'm saying, I'm just gonna stay over here and victim blame because that tree was big and he could have did something. Actually, so. you know, with your my five, I think all of us can just leave it alone in the show because that was hilarious. <laughs> and you know, I hate and yeah. I'm not, and I, I don't know who your friend is, and I, I want to say, I'm, I'm glad, glad you, I'm glad you don't remember. And I'm not laughing at you, but this is a hilarious story as it's told by Moby. It's hilarious. Man, so. we've had to tell him the story like this. <laughs> and I, I'm so glad because could you imagine having to relive that? Dude, 
well, he, he had to live it for over a year because like he had to wait for that skin to grow back like <laughs> but understanding how it got that way no that's did no. you call did y'all call him skeletor that's man cool. we didn't i didn't call him anything he wasn't about to kick my ass oh I'm saying like the fact that he didn't remember man he couldn't really truly blame me you know what i'm saying like but he couldn't blame you anyway because he should have said no i can't ride at 10 speed and just took that smoke because i know y'all gonna have jokes see e you wouldn't have got that whooping if you would have waited for me to come up with a plan if you wouldn't have abandoned me we could have got away with this wow. and he wouldn't have been able to snitch on us because he didn't remember ouch you are you know what i learned about you that you ruthless man you straight hood uh, it's all about survival man is that what we're gonna call it is that what we're survival. gonna call it okay but man he ain't die you know what I'm saying? He if, he, if he ain't die we have to get punished we'd have been good future future gang leader of America, <laughs> right here i don't see he nothing wrong die. with that statement you know what that's all i'm saying you know what <laughs> y'all are so wrong I could, I could have seen him monday and been like yo what happened and he'd have been like, I don't know. I just woke up at Wanna Hill Park. But yo, how you get all the way over there? I can't with that's these. Cr- that's crazy, man. I cannot do it. <laughs> all I I'm saying, man. <laughs> I can't do it. All I'm saying, man. Any dude, uh, brakes or not, man. He ran straight, straight into a tree. Nah, bro. That bike, that bike was done. I mean, that bike was done. With. The bike should have never hit the tree. Hey, you know what? E, I never asked. Like, was that was Eric's bike too? <laughs> Man, no, y'all messed up. Eric That's messed up, man. That is so foul. That is so foul. Yo, oh my God. Yo, man. Yo. How you do that to Eric like that? Hey, man. Like, yeah, man. That's foul. Do I Eric even really? Came back. I don't Everybody even know if I want to come Mike behind like, this, man. I, I don't I, even I like, know. What I like your world? idea about I like your idea about ending the show. I mean, for real, I'm like, this is hilarious, bro. I, I mean, Eric was pissed. Oh my gosh! Oh, who I paid for the bike? I don't know. He had to deal with that. Who paid for the bike? Look, I got a question. Moby, Mo- that, hey, he was the older one, man. He should have been responsible. He should have been more responsible. <laughs> you know what? You know what I've learned about this whole story? Ain't, ain't nothing Moby's fault. Ain't nothing Mo's fault. Nothing. He ain't taking responsibility for <laughs> And it was a brand new bike? Yo. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh my God. He is not taking responsibility yeah. for a licking I bet, I bet Eric was so pissed. <laughs> uh, I bet he was so pissed. He was probably pissed for like a week or so. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all, all because the dude couldn't steer. The dude couldn't steer. And he couldn't hit a tree. <laughs> Man, hey, hey man, look, you know what? You know what? The main one was talking about victim blaming. I apologize. I never thought about that. Like, oh. Eric, you had to deal with Eric too and your mom. I never thought about that. All I could think was nine year old me was getting ganged up on by mom and grandma, and I was like, nope, I'm not gonna look, go hey, for this because you had it. <laughs> Red ten speed with white wall skate. Come on, man. oh man, that's awful. Oh. And he, he you should still, feel bad. No, nah, man. Mo ain't taking responsibility for none of this. Well, you know, what's his responsibility? What responsibility? The only responsibility he can take is they went to they went to the place they shouldn't have went. He can't take responsibility for hitting the tree. That's the other dude's dumbass. Are you listening to him? Oh man, he's so cold-blooded about this. I'm cold. Because, man, look, I can ride a bike okay, but I know 
I ain't hitting that damn tree. I'm oh, gonna do man. something else than hit a tree. Y'all got me crying. I'm just saying, man. I, I'm, I'm, oh, gonna let, man. I'm gonna let you know, man. Like, I ain't had nothing to do with nothing. I mean, you right. did. See, look at you know it. Look at like, <laughs> This is so foul. <laughs> I had nothing to do with nothing, man. Hey, look, I asked him multiple times, could he ride the 10-speed? Kebiako was like, how my man ain't never see the brakes on the handlebars? Dude, if you ain't never rode a 10-speed, you don't know the brakes on the handlebar. That's why I, I started pedaling backwards. I can hear him pedaling backwards because you know it make a different yeah, noise. Yeah. How do you pedal backwards? Because like on the 9-10-speed bikes, on like, like that's how you hit the brakes. You go backwards and it just locks the brake yeah. wheel. On a 10-speed, it does not. You no, just, just free go backwards. That's why they put the brakes on the, on the handlebar. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, because on a 10-speed, why would you pedal? Oh God! Yeah, oh, that's man. his fault. It's his fault he hit that tree, dog. I'm Look, man, I, I'm I'm not gonna blame him. I'm simply gonna say it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I mean, I mean gonna blame, the, hold the, on, man. He's not putting this on my list because my bad decision was believing them. That you know, I, I believed him. I didn't get no receipts. I, we didn't we didn't watch him ride in a circle. We should have let him test drive a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like we we just believed him because I believed in my friend. You know what I'm saying? I looked up to him. I was looking up to him. And more importantly, you were nine. Your judgment's a little questionable. KBIKO twenty five wants to know was it in slow motion? You know, it it felt like it was at that time from the time he yelled, "Where are the brakes?" Oh, so he was trailing both of y'all then, because E Money seven five seven like we didn't see it, we just heard it. We just heard it. So first so he of all, was this, he was on, bringing man. up the rear, and he oh man, and he hit a tree. All you had to do was follow them. Ruben, you killing me with that tree thing, man. It's like you're, come <laughs> on, man. You could have moved out the way. This is not, man. This is. Oh. It was slow motion, and from the time he yelled, "Where are the brakes?" The time I heard that deathly sound felt like forever. Because you know what did you know what did work? Because I was processing because I was like, he's probably joking. I hear the hear the motion going back. I'm like, he's trying to slow down. And then I turned to look at E because he, you know, I was still trying, I was still in competition mode too. Cause I'm like, I gotta beat him. Cause because he's to, nine. To, to be honest, at this state, I don't know if I'd ever beat E down this hill before. So I might have been riding, I went from riding high to thinking my boy died in like three or four seconds. Like just it all went downhill. <laughs> Literally. Only thing, only thing I'm saying is your level of compartmentalization is amazing. I'm going to leave it <laughs> like that because that story was hilarious. He's like, he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what's next? <laughs> I'm going to stay out of jail. <laughs> he did. It ain't he can do I, I, was me th- now. I was thinking about, like, how am I going to keep my mom from killing me? Um, how am I going to go tell his mom that his son died? Is there a way I can not have to say it? <laughs> how how is this gonna affect my ability to come outside for the very foreseeable future? Wow. <laughs> and AG, let's Am I not gonna get any more Hot Wheel cars because of this? Because wow. like my my Hot Wheel collection was top of the line. Like But let's but we need to be real for a second. Okay. AG, if yes. I'd have did that and hit a tree, after you finished laughing at me. You would have been like, why didn't you turn? I wouldn't have said that to you. Yes, first, you would have. First of all, you would have had to wake up within like the 15 minutes <laughs> that he was unconscious for me to even laugh at you. If he would have just got up within a, a 30, 30, 45 seconds and just been bleeding a little bit, 
I probably would have joked on as I rode away from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. Moco Cowboy said he went through all the stages of grief in five seconds. <laughs> Those are 100% facts right there. All of them. Acceptance. I was denying it. Accepting anger, like all of that. Actually, you stayed in anger the longest because you wanted about your your uh, Hot Wheels collection. <laughs> yo, no, I was, yo, for real. I've been, I was mad at E for like twenty years. <laughs> Why were you mad at him? Because he went and got, he went and got adults. Bro, he abandoned me <laughs> when we could, we could have got this. Wait, wait, together. wait, wait. How is going to get adults abandoning you? We didn't. If he would have just waited like forty-five, maybe even sixty seconds for me to get my composure, we could have got our story straight. You know what I'm saying? We could we could have turned the story into a heroic tale. We could have been like, "Yo," I could have been like, I could have talked to his my, my aunt, and been like, "Yo," we told him not to leave because we we know you said not to go to the park. We look outside. My man done took the bite, so we go chasing him because we think he's still an Eric bite. So we trying to catch him. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, man, I could we could have worked it out. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? In your in your defense, that is the pretty. That's a plausible story. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. I would have felt I, so bad. I didn't know what E Money Seven Five Seven did. Oh, I just would. I'd oh, have been man. like, hit the damn tree. That's it. <laughs> Mo, look, Moco Cowboys like Moby was trying to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look, there was no CPR. I didn't check a pulse. I as soon as soon as I saw him laying out, arms stretched, looking st straight at the sky with no eye movement. I just accepted the fact that my man was dead. I was like, you know what? We had a good run. You know what I'm saying? We 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 used to play basketball in these streets together. You know, <laughs> football to that test. Like, yo, I could have spoken at his funeral. Been like, man, I'm gonna miss you. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you for real? You'd have been like Big Red on a Five Heartbeats, man. How you gonna be up there at the funeral? You know you killed a dude. <laughs> my office hours were oh, from nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, E, E, man, you you ain't ever lied, man. I had plans. <laughs> Tip your forty ounce Kool Aid for the homie. Should have been a lawyer, yeah. man. Should have been a lawyer. <laughs> man, this show has got to end. No one can come back from this, man. I mean, you need to just go to what's on your mind, man. I mean, that's Ag. What's on your mind, man? I just I was reading a, a thread that. Uh, Draymond Green started about uh, women's sports, and I think he I think he meant well. In fact, I know he did. But a couple of uh, major uh, female athletes came. They weren't coming at him. They're just trying to educate him. And basically, they were saying, "Well, if men would help us do this, then it would be a different story. Because we're not here to make y'all feel comfortable." It's like y'all have the power to do anything you want to do, but you choose not to do it. And then I thought about what I had seen in the NCAA tournament when the uh, the female basketball player was showing showing the showing the people on Instagram what their weight room looked like, and it was a stack of weights you could have got from Target. And it went, and then they showed the men's, and the men's was like a full gym, looking like Planet Fitness, and I was like. That's not cool. And I didn't know what was going on. And so I'm sitting here going, just like Draymond at first, it's like, because I feel like that if women had more exposure and their leagues made more money, then we wouldn't be having this issue. 
And that's a real shallow way to see it because it's very true. And I've seen men fail women when women could really make a lot of money. And that's uh, the 1999, or maybe it was not, I don't know when it was, but the, the, the female soccer team that won the gold or won the World Cup, my bad. They had a chance to do some great things in the league and people chose not to help them. They squandered money, did a lot of things wrong. And I just think that just like Black Lives Matter, I think men in general, not all of us, but men in general sometimes can be tone deaf. And I'm not talking about the men are just for real chauvinists. I'm talking about the men that are just tone deaf. I think we can do better. And that's all I got to say. I think we can do better. So that's what's on my mind. Agreed. All right. I mean, you got anything left, Moby? I mean, I do, but I mean, I feel like I've taken enough of the show, man. Like, oh, we still gotta have what's on your mind, man. Uh, all right, man. Uh, Derek Jackson. Um, I didn't know who this dude was until apparently everybody started making fun of him because apparently he's a Facebook guy who gives um, women advice. But oh, and yeah. he got caught in his um unfaithful ways and you know now everybody is upset with him um but what's on my mind is something he said he had a Kyrie Irving moment because in the midst of his apology he was saying I didn't put myself on this pedestal women did so I remember that and before you women start hating him he's absolutely right he just ain't the dude that can say it right now like, not the messenger. Yeah, he, so he he's absolutely right. But what I'll say is, ladies, please be wary of any relationship advice you get that turns into male bashing. Because I I had never seen most of his videos, but when I started watching some of them just to try to get context of who this dude was, like literally all he does is male bash from a very judgmental place. Not should say judgmental place, but just male bashing. And male bashing is not relationship advice. Um, if somebody's giving you relationship advice, unfortunately, sometimes you're going to have to hear some things about yourself in the midst of this relationship that there's some moves that you need to make sometimes. So, so ladies, if you out here getting all your, um, relationship advice from memes and, um, so-called relationship experts online who basically make you feel like all of these quote unquote dudes ain't shit, um, for the most part, some of them these people might be right but um that can't be the relationship advice that's gonna better you as a person to just come up and say dudes ain't shit that's that's not gonna fix anything that's not relationship advice that's a cackling girlfriend that's supposed to be supportive for you like so let's stop putting these people on pedestals look relationships are very personal things people make state mistakes and humans exist on both sides of the spectrum so nobody's above making a mistake so while we're trashing this dude for basically being a hypocrite just understand y'all all are hypocrites myself included everybody's been hypocritical about relationship advice you've all given relationship advice that you refuse to take and you've all not listened to the advice that you know you should take so i mean let's just do better and stop stop romanticizing social media that's all I got, man. Breach. Ah, uh, I guess it's my turn now. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the year. The time of the year that 
I won't be celebrating too much this year. Um, not because I shouldn't. It's because I probably shouldn't. It's almost Easter. And, you know, we have the, the, the bunny rabbits and the church and all that. And, but the other part of Easter, which a lot of people don't understand... Yes, it is peep season. <laughs> Pepsi yes, peeps. it is peep season. Moco Cowboy KB Aqua 25, thank you, because I couldn't hold it back anymore. I was trying not to <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so, it's the crazy part is like, you know, people say you can get peeps all year round. Yes, if you do some special orders or whatever, but between, I would say after St. Patrick's Day to like a week after Easter is peep season. Peeps, the most tasty piece of marshmallow that is absolutely positively not any good for you, without question. And they got different color peeps. They have different tasty peeps. And now they have the most disgusting peeps I've ever seen. Pepsi peeps. Yes, they have combined. Ain't, but you ain't even tasted them yet, man. How you know they're disgusting? Hold on. First of all, the sugar content has got to be like 85%. So if I were to taste one being a type 2 diabetic, I'm dead on spot. Like, literally. It ain't enough, it ain't enough insulin to bring me back from that. <laughs> so, you know, first of all, Pepsi and marshmallows? Excuse the language. That shit sounds disgusting. Like, completely disgusting. And then of all the colors you're going to use, yellow? Ugh. Like, yellow's not even a taste. I mean, I, like, we'll mix up pep Pepsi and the chocolate peeps. It's still disgusting, but at least it comes to a... And see, the crazy part about this is clearly Moco Cowboy has listened to this show for a while and KB Yako knows me because they already knew where I was going because about, what, I don't know, about a year ago, we did like the top 25 peeps thing. Oh, yeah, that was awful. Peep, oh. It was awful. Man, first of all, By the way, Lauren is in total agreement with you. I'm just oh. saying, I, I feel like I feel like this is going to be you even though you BSing about these peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, that's, that's so funny right there. But no, I wish, I wish they could hear the, how funny that was on a podcast. Oh my god! I mean, uh, overdose cat on peeps, man. Nah, nah, that's never gonna be me. But you know, I think every year they try to do something different. And some sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes it's a good old miss. They've been missing for a minute lately. So whoever is in control of making the peeps for every year, fire that dude. Get somebody else. I mean, you know, how about you make a peep um, rabbit? That might, a, a big old marshmallow rabbit, that's unhealthy as hell, but it'd be good. It, at least if you think it out the box, man. I mean, but don't go making no Jesus peeps. We don't need none of that. Because that's sacrilegious. <laughs> like, I like peeps, but I'm not touching that peep. 
you're not go you're not gonna sit here and have a Jesus beat and a devil beat and like which one you gonna eat? Nah, bruh. Not happening. But peeps are not terrible, Cape Moco Cowboy. I don't know what's wrong with you. They're very good, but I will probably have exactly four peeps this year, which will be a record for me because usually I eat packages of that shit. So all I'm gonna say is everyone. Happy Easter. Enjoy your peeps. Put that J peeps on the chain. That would be a dope. Uh, uh, a chain with a, a diamond peep. That's not edible. But that's all I got today. It's peep season, baby. And get them while you can. Because May 1st, unless you order them from Amazon, you ain't getting them until another year, bro. So... I'm going to leave that out there. Like, thank everybody who's listening today. Thank you, E-Money, KB Yakko, Moco Cowboy. I'd like to thank all the other people who are listening as well. If I didn't call your name or whatever, thank you for listening. Make sure you hit us on the email and stuff below. We got the Twitter and IG for each of us. Um, you know, thank you. Tell a friend. Stay safe out there. <laughs> and more importantly... Enjoy your life because it's the only one you live. And Lord knows if there's a tree in front of you, please move out the way. This is Ruben, AG, Mo B. Next week, 9 o'clock, every Sunday. Peace. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify. Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the 5 Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search 5 Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Cause you know, I, honestly, I didn't, I didn't say all of what happened because, like, as soon as it happened, Aaron immediately started crying, and I was, I was like, "Yo, shut up, he dead, man. We like, sh- shut up, man, he dead. Like, it's alright. Like, we- <laughs> it's alright. But but but, 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 I won't, I won't about to put, put him out on blast on so the show. Like, yo, he was crying like a little bitch. <laughs> Dang, some ghost is at my front door. It's that that thunderstorm yeah my ring alert went off saying somebody's at my front door and there's a video image of nothing there (laughs) Jasper (laughs) so you messed up when you opened that ring thing on full well ain't nobody there man it's probably Ron standing outside I'm gonna shut up man yo that's foul (laughs) yo AG Ron is blacker than midnight that is cold blooded that's see that's wrong you so you, you see how black the the size of the screen is where yeah. where, I, where all things are. He blacking that. Wow. <laughs> and we let him know every time. That is not good. not 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 we. I don't do that, man. I'm I'm I generally retaliate more than I actually initiate jokes with him. Like yeah. even yesterday, even yesterday, man, he came with preemptive strikes, and I'm like, come on, man, really? I didn't even, even say nothing to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> because man, the the darkies always trying to get advantage. <laughs> <The> darkies. <laughs> And I was just like, damn, dog, I walked up in the room and you already shadow boxing, man. Stop Ouch. it. <laughs>
out. Out. <laughs> we used to all live together. And literally, he'll walk in like at 11 o'clock, and me and Tico used to be playing the Xbox, and he would say something. And then, I mean, because the, literally, the only light was coming from, we had a projector. So we would play the Xbox and put it on a projector on the wall. Right. That's the only light that's coming through. And he would walk in, and it would just start. It'd be like, yo, smile so we know you're there. That's cool, man. I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean, because he would start absorbing light, man. You know how black holes work. Ouch. <laughs> Co- coming, coming out the, the bathroom, rubbing rubbing baby oil on his arm, looking like patent leather. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you got you got your Wilson's leather cleaner on your elbows. Oh, <laughs> hey, man, that dude has, has scared me more than anyone has ever scared me in my life. We were in a, this is like in high school. We were in a house. The power was out and it was a whole bunch of us and people were joking like, yo, man, we mess around, play high and go seek in this jump. And I was like, yo, man, I ain't trying to play high and go seek in the dark with Ron. That's, that's not fair. (laughs) And, and I, I was joking thinking that like he was like somewhere else in the house and I turned around and he smiled and said, fuck you. And all I could see was his teeth. I didn't know he was behind me. And I screamed like, like every white woman in every horror movie getting stabbed. Like I went up about, it was Mariah Carey high notes. The dogs next door were barking because they could hear the high pitch frequency. That's only audible to dogs and canines. (laughs) Stay safe out there.